The views expressed on this podcast do not It's time to engage in the airstrike. The Teresa Kanzi airstrike. Welcome to the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike Broadcasting from Cape Town, South Africa The most beautiful city in the country It is episode 27 I am growing, I keep on going I am not going to stop, okay? By the way, I just found out that the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike is only available in the US when you click on the Amazon link. Alright, so the Amazon link is only for the person in the US. And I do have a couple of people listening in the US to the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. I know this because Anchor told me. But anyway, of course, the podcast is also available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Namshanje, here is what I have in store for you. I am going to play you a song by Kanzi Nursery. And also, I will tell you what I am pizzo musimoning about. And what I am pizzo musimoning about this week has to do with a private part. But okay, first things first, Okokala, as per usual, on the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike, I will tell you how your elders were dirty back in the days when they were young and free and flippin' careless. So, let's get into Your Elders Were Dirty. Today, we are throwing back to this song. Every time we're together, I feel a special part of me. Drawing me closer, closer to you, baby. I can't explain, it's just the magic that we share. You know what? I have to admit that this song is flippin' sexy, bruh. Faith Evans, Come Over, released in 1995. That's a long time ago. So let's do some mathematics. Take your elder's age right now and subtract it by 26 years because this song was released 26 years ago. That will give you the age at which your parent was when this song was released back in 1995. age? Yep, that's how young your parent was in 1995. Right, so let's check out the lyrics. There's nothing clean about this song. Faith Evans says, Every time we're together, 
I feel a special part of me drawing me closer, closer to you. Baby, I can't explain it. It's just a magic that we share, something between us. So what is she talking about here? She is talking about the sexual tension and sexual desire between her and her man. We are kubekegege uti, sitting here in my window, thinking of nothing but your face. Oh baby, I try to remember how it used to be when you used to love me. Love me every day. Oh baby. Pause. What does this say about your mother back then? It says that your mother, the only thing that was on her mind when she was at your age, it was indoor. Because Uti, she's sitting here in the window thinking of nothing but your face. Thinking of nothing but indota. is the same way your mother and your aunt used to ukabisa indota. This is history repeating itself. Faith Evans continues and says, I don't want to fight you. I just want you to see that you are the one, the only one that's for me. Baby, let me show you. There's no greater love. Baby, I love you for the things you do and I want you to come over. Aike, 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 aike. This is where it gets very interesting about how our elders were when they were young. Oti Faith Evans, won't you come over and make love to me? Cause I haven't seen you in a while. Really miss your smile. Oh, won't you come over and make love to me? Baby, I want you. Ha! Sis, you at the Aitengekangaka in Totao, Mama Wakuna, Auntie Waku. Jeepers, this is unbelievable. And then, Kangoku, on the other hand, Chini Kanti, back then, Otatabetu Zabeta Kamos. O Mama Betu Zabeta Kisa Otatabetu. Otatabetu did not have their own slap plaque. I mean, you know, Tejanile who didn't have his own slap black back in the days, in 1995. I mean, come on. Huh? Janu Take is in daughter back in 1995. I mean, even like today, it is frowned upon for in daughter Itake. I am talking as in right now, it is frowned upon that in daughter Itake la imeti fundi. Kanti o tata betu no malume betu zabetaka back in the days. O mama betu no anti betu zabetaki sa back in the days. I love these throwbacks because these throwbacks document what our elders used to get up to when they were young. Jean, at the Atu Faith Evans, won't you come over and make love to me because I haven't seen you in a while. At it's been a while. I chong I salt is salt is salty be strong. If umubi and you know it, clap your hands. 
If a movie and you know it, clap your hands. If a movie and you know it, and you really want to show it. If a movie and you know it, clap your hands. If we are Chelwa and you know it, clap your hands. If we are Chelwa and you know it, clap your hands. If we are Chelwa and you know it, and you really want to show it. If we are Chelwa and you know it, clap your hands. If I will last the end, you know it, clap your hands. If I will last the end, you know it, clap your hands. If I will last the end, you know it, and you really want to show it. If I will last the end, you know it, clap your hands. If Utanda in Dota, clap your hands. If Utanda in Dota, clap your hands. If Utanda in Dota and you really want to show it, if Utanda in Dota, clap your hands. Tulisa Nursery, clap your hands on the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. We are dropping music missiles. What a dope tune. I have to address this. We are currently in silly season in South African politics with the local government elections taking place on the 1st of November 2021. And of course, these guys are still pushing for a Cape Independence referendum. The Cape Independence Advocacy Group has stated that eight political parties, including the DA, are willing to support a referendum on Cape independence. Now, for many years, eight provinces have been governed by the ANC, except for the Western Cape. No surprises there. Phil Craig, spokesperson for the Cape Independence Advocacy Group, said, and I quote, We are delighted. This is a victory, not just for the people of the Western Cape, but for the ordinary South Africans elsewhere. Close quote. Ima, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What does he mean when he says, this is a victory, not just for the people of the Western Cape, but for the ordinary South Africans elsewhere? Because now I do not subscribe to this. I really don't. And if referendum, what will happen if the Western Cape becomes an independent state? If, let's say, the referendum happens and the majority vote for it. I'll tell you what. They will rule and do as they please. Who is they? White people. Let me break it down to you. I'm going to give you my take on growing up and living my adult life in Cape Town. On the surface, and for sightseeing reasons, Cape Town is a beautiful place, but underneath it all, it's a shit place if you are not white. When I start the podcast and say Cape Town, the most beautiful city in the country, I mean the sightseeing. I do not mean the socio-economic situation. Uh-uh, that one is ugly. If I were to refer to the socio-economic situation in Cape Town as a black person, I would have to start my podcast by saying, Cape Town, the most shittiest city in the country. That's how I would start it. So 
Now that you know, I refer to the beautiful sights in Cape Town when I say the most beautiful city in the country. The thing about Cape Town is that the Africans, such as myself, Khalids and Indians are left fighting for crumbs. The people who own and run this city are white people. That's a fact. And this referendum is only for the purpose for white people to tighten their stronghold in the Western Cape. Kalogu, the Western Cape and Cape Town specifically is their playground. It is their jumping castle. That is what this beautiful city is to white people. Having lived in Cape Town for most of my life and then for some period of time having to live in Gauteng, I can tell you right now that the only province, in my opinion, that is inclusive is Gauteng. This is the place where everyone has an equal chance of making something for themselves. Everyone. Blacks, Africans, Coloreds, Indians, Whites. Everyone has got an equal chance to make it in Gauteng. That is not the case here in Cape Town. It is not. I'll give you an example. In the career field that I have been for all my life, that is broadcasting. In broadcasting here in Cape Town, there are four commercial radio stations, namely KFM, Hot FM, Good Hope FM, and Smile FM. They are all fighting for the same demographic. That is white, colored, and Indian. But mostly white, of course. And yeah, there are nuances in that particular demographic. They go for the same demographic, but of course, different age groups. But gay, we Africans, such as myself, are left out in the cold. It's like they all told themselves that na 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 blacks in the Western Cape will just listen to Mshawo that, that's that, that's all they are interested in. They 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 act like here in the Western Cape there isn't a black urban market. That's what they're doing. And then of course, if you look at the talent pool that these radio stations have, it is mostly filled with whites and coloreds. And then one or two blacks here and there. That's how it is. So this is why I say here in Cape Town, coloreds, Indians and blacks, aka Africans, are all just fighting for breadcrumbs. That's it. The white gatekeepers in Cape Town are making it sure that whatever it is that they do, they do it not to lose the Western Cape. And this is across all industries in Cape Town. White people in Cape Town are making sure that they remain on top, that they remain in charge. And if this referendum were to happen, then it is over. It is over for, for, for black people like myself. It is, it is over for colored people. It's over for Indian people. We will just continue to fight over those breadcrumbs. It's, it's a very, very sad situation. It's really, really sad. Because for me, a person with my experience, you would think that ah, 
it would be very, very easy for me to get a career opportunity on one of these radio stations here in Cape Town. No, no, it's not. Gatekeepers are making sure that guys from the township do not get opportunities on their platforms. They are making sure. They only just add one or two like black people. And those types of black people that they add onto their platforms, the standard is they, they have to be 100% coconuts. That's how it is. They have to speak like they white. They have to speak like they come from those posh high schools here in the Western Cape. They have to act white. Those are the kind of blacks that they, they give opportunities to. Not blacks like me, bruh. Nah, I don't, I don't speak like that. I don't act like that. I, I, am, I am a typical black urban person. I really am. So opportunities for me in broadcasting here in the Western Cape, ah, Joe, forget. Another example from my own personal experience, back in uh, 2011. So I spent a lot of time trying to get on these radio stations here in the Western Cape. This was like before 2011. And then I found out that YFM has got this internship that they're running. And I was like, okay, you know what? Let me go for this. Now, prior to submitting my demos and so on for the Y Academy, I've been trying to get on these radio stations for like three years, but nothing happened. So I try out the Y Academy. And guess what? Within less than three months, I was in Gauteng at YFM as an intern in less than three months, bruh. And of course, I spent five years at Y. Such opportunities for a black person in broadcasting here in Cape Town are very, very minimal. Gatekeepers will make sure that they keep you out. Most advertising agencies are based in Cape Town. They are headquartered in Cape Town. But their biggest market is in Gauteng. And you also look at the big financial institutions. Most of them are headquartered here in Cape Town. And they are white-owned businesses. So if white people get their way with the Cape independence, then, <laughs> yeah, it is really, really over. This is such a strategy strategic thing it is crazy bruh because we have got one of the major ports here in cape town that's another entry point to south africa the ports so before your goods reach you in inland areas they first have to go through us here with our ports take a look at all your products that you have right now especially if you live in inland areas they first have to go through our ports so imagine if white people get their way with the Cape independence. As if Asini already. It is bad for us. It is really, really bad. Now, I was just sharing my own personal experience in broadcasting. There are other people. There are other people who have got their own experiences in different industries. There are people who work in government departments. They will tell you how black people and colored people and Indians are fighting over crumbs in government departments. They're just fighting one another to get to the top. And of course, they undermine each other in the process. 
in the banking sector, financial sector, it's the same thing. Same applies in retail. And in most occasions, both these people answer to a white person. Because a white person is in charge here in Cape Town. It's not as inclusive as Gauteng. Because in Gauteng, a white person, black person, colored person, Indian person can be in charge. Everyone can be in charge in Gauteng. It's an ANC-run province. And now, as I said, I do not like any political party or any politician. I don't. But the fact is, Gauteng is very inclusive. Anyone in Gauteng has got the chance to live in the burbs. Speaking of the burbs, the burbs in Gauteng, they too are very inclusive. In one suburban area in Gauteng, you could literally find the whole of South Africa. That's how inclusive it is. Here in the Western Cape, it's not like that. White areas remain white areas. Colored areas remain colored areas. Black areas remain black areas here in Cape Town. White people here in Cape Town look out for themselves so much so that for, for, for many, many years after the launch of the BRT system, that system has only been available in white areas before and after the 2010 FIFA World Cup. I remember when I came back to Cape Town in 2016, the BRT system went as far as Bloberg. But the people who needed it the most, colored people and black people, it did not reach their areas. It was only just now, like a couple of years ago, that the BRT system finally was available in Kailicha. But having lived in Gauteng and seeing how inclusive Gauteng is, the flippin' BRT system in Gauteng reached flippin' Soweto. It went from Pretoria right down to flippin' Soweto, into the hood. I was amazed. And of course, the Gau train too is pretty much inclusive because it stretches from Pretoria and right down to the Joburg CBD. And the Joburg CBD is very accessible to everyone. Cape Town is a real shit place if you're black and colored and Indian, bruh. It really is. I'm not saying this because I want to upset people. I'm not saying this because it will potentially burn bridges for me with these local radio stations in Cape Town, I don't give a fuck because the fact is Cape Town is a white person's paradise. It is a white person's jumping castle. And these white gatekeepers in Cape Town are making sure that this continues for centuries and centuries. They are making it sure, bruh. It's a fact. So again, from my part, I will definitely participate in this Cape referendum thing that's going on because I am going to vote against it. I don't want an independent Cape. An independent Cape Town is only there to serve white people and nobody else. Are you about to host a party at a club, chisanyama or restaurant and you want to DJ with mad skills? Well, book Tulisa Kanzi for a lit DJ performance and hear something like this. 
email tulisa.kanzi at gmail.com and let's get the party started. All hail for the Lord Commander of Complaints. Now the North Africans, they are always bullying everybody. Always. They bully referees, they bully everybody. They don't want to lose. They are going to lose tonight. We beat them fair and square. Do we want to justify how many times Kerchis win with the, with the referee's mistake? The Baroka players disrespected Madisha, which was not good. And most especially is the players who are on the bench, who are sitting there. They're disrespecting somebody who's playing whilst they are sitting in the cold there in the stands. So... What are you being so morning about? So a man must spoil and give you his everything because you've got a vagina. You're not a student. You don't work. You don't run a business or side hustle. But when in a relationship, you expect a man to provide you with everything because you've got a vagina. According to you, a relationship revolves around your vagina. Ah, uh-uh, Sisi, it's not like that. In 2021, relationships are 50-50. It's not take, take, take everything from Indota and you just give the vagina. It doesn't work like that. And where does this ideology come from? And yes, don't let me define what ideology is. Ideology is a system of ideas and ideals, especially one which forms the basis of economic or political theory and policy. So I am going to pizzo Musimon about the economic and political theory and policy of a vagina in a relationship. This, by the way, does not apply to the independent woman who spoil their man too. It doesn't apply to the women who reciprocate in a relationship. It doesn't apply to a woman or bejayo in a relationship. This applies to those broke-ass women who have got absolutely nothing to offer in the relationship except their vagina because they strongly believe in their pussy power. Oh. So where does this ideology come from? Where does this mentality come from? I have a strong feeling that this mentality that these women have, they got it from their mothers, grandmothers, and aunts, this ideology. They must know that right now, Men do not look for a woman who does absolutely nothing with their lives. Men run away from such women. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, 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 yo. Abafunu, abafunu. Amacheranjia? No, 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 no. Abafunu. Because all they bring is trouble. That's all they do. They just want to take, 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 take. Oh, babe, I don't have data. Oh, babe, I don't have airtime. Oh, babe, um, when are you going to take me out? Let's go out. Oh, babe, uh... Please borrow me your car. I'm going out with the girls. Oh, babe, when I go out with the girls, please like give me like 2000 something like that so I can spoil myself with the girls. We're going out to a resort. And please, babe, I also ran out on toiletries. Please send me money, like 4,000 rands for toiletries. No, no, no. Men run away from those broke-ass women because they are just trouble. Because 
They don't even read. They don't even watch the bloody news. All they know is that, oh, wow, Umaporisa is now sleeping with Utuli Pongol. That's, that's all they know. They, they into that celeb gossip. If it's not celebrity gossip, then she is gossiping about her friend's relationship with Uzbanbani and how it's going and how her friend is getting played. That, that's all they've got to offer. Outside of your vagina, that's all they've got to offer. All support from these kind of women, bruh. They're not going to give you that emotional support. They will not even give you financial support. Even though maybe you don't even need financial support from a woman. But in a relationship, it's 50-50. It is 50-50 in a relationship. And these types of women will not offer you anything except for their flipping vagina. That's all. That is all. One thing about a woman who's got her own thing going on is that she doesn't expect to be spoiled by Indot. She doesn't expect to get everything from Indot. She doesn't expect it because she's got her own shit going on. And another thing is that she does not feel entitled to be badgered by Indot. No, 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 no. So if Indot Ayam badger, it comes as a pleasant surprise to her because she can afford these things. And she does not even feel entitled to these things because she can buy herself these things or, or buy herself these experiences, right? So it comes as a pleasant surprise to in daughter in Beja. And then what she does is that Naya Uya Beja back. She reciprocates Ugu Beja. Not these ones who highly believe in their vaginas. Not those ones. Those ones will waste a man's time. That is what they do. All she does is get ready to look good for the flippin' weekend. weekend. She goes out within the diake and because because of the fact that she believes umnandi. Indotayake will provide everything that she needs for the weekend. And then she goes out with her man, spends her man's money, and all she does is post on social media to increase her profile on Instagram and flippin' TikTok. And at the end of the night, Anige Indotayake eat dessert. Eat dessert, of course, is her vagina. That is all she offers. In a relationship. Men stay away from such women bruh. Stay away from such women. Don't even go near such women. And and worse of all. Do not even have babies with such women. Don't do that. Because that is their ultimate goal. We out here right who's got a good career and you are permanent in your job. So you are going to be one of those dudes who will always provide and have money. Her ultimate goal is to have a baby with you so that Azoba grand for the rest of her life. Stay away from such women. 
pussy power ya masimba pussy power doesn't exist bro pussy power is nonsense pussy power is a fallacy don't believe la hype your pussy power don't Alright, so that's how I close episode 27 of the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. Thank you very much for tuning in. We shall do this again next week for episode 28. Remember, whatever you do, do not lose the child in you. Adios, amigos, and bonito damas.